0: Welcome to the Fantasy Ace Ball Podcast. This is your host, Tim Kanak. You can find me on Twix, Twixie, Twixer, the X, at Fantasy Ace Ball. And I'm not solo. Yay. And I not kids yelling in the background. Yay. Double yay. Got Raymond Atherton, at Raymond Atherton with us on the Twix. What's up, Raymond?
1: What's up? I hate that you call it the Twix. <laughs> Break did me you, off in did... of peace. Did you notice they changed uh, the retweet button to the repost button? So I don't think that's going away. I did
0: see that. They're, but the thing is, uh, it's still Twitter.com. I think you told me that. Aren't you the one who told yeah. me that? Yeah. Yeah. So it still says Twitter.com. X.com must be owned. It's got to be. So I was looking at the, the X thing or whatever on my phone the other day. And I noticed it looks like antique Is that a thing or is my phone just dirty?
1: <laughs> I think your phone might just be dirty.
0: Is the screen on my phone dirty? Okay. I was like, the black has like little chips on it. Are they trying to make it look like ancient Rome or something here? It's like Babylon has fallen. Like, what's, what's going on here?
1: And there's a premium Twitter now?
0: What the hell is that? Oh, another thing. Wonderful. Another premium thing that people have to pay for. Wonderful. Hey, your boy Trey Turner just hit another home run. Yeah. <laughs> fire, fire. All right. So this is like the last podcast before playoffs start in head-to-head leagues. Uh, what am, many what many am, people are going to be done for the year, that means, after this.
1: One of my leagues, they started this week, and I am losing last I checked. Oh, you already started
0: head-to-head playoffs in the league? Yeah. How many, peop- how many teams are in that league? Because in most of our leagues, we we do it where the the last week doesn't count.
1: So you start this week, one week early. Yep, we have this week, next week, and the week after all one-week playoff matches. Interesting. So you have two weeks. Basically, you're finishing two weeks
0: before the end of the season. Not one yeah, week I'm, before.
1: I don't know why we do that, but we do. <laughs> uh that's strange, but whatever.
0: <laughs> Playoffs, go for it. So you're getting smashed.
1: Two seven one, dude. I left. I think it was Wednesday. Ceh and Jordan Walker both went four for four, hit a home run, and had uh, three RBIs each. And I'm losing by one home run, seven RBIs. Yeah, it's tough. You had it's them still both really on the bench. close. Had them both on the bench. Yep. This is why, dude, that I
0: hate having uh, bench hitters. I much prefer yeah, dude, I'm an I, Otnu. Yeah. if I'm not if I'm an Otnu, then yeah. But if I'm not an Otnu, I just hate having bench hitters. I'd rather just have a million pitchers because we'll that be- it sucks when you have your bench guy who hits a like a homer with four RBI or whatever, and then you got a guy who went over four, and you're just like, I thought I made the right decision based on this yeah. lefty-righty matchup or whatever. But then you get you lose, and I feel like it happens more than not. So I'm just like, never mind. I will just never have bench hitters. I will just get all of the pitchers.
1: I uh I totally agree with you. And this is the league with no bench spots for pitchers. So I don't have a choice. I'm and also forced into it. <laughs> this is the league where I started doing that Sean Murphy, Travis Darneau thing because of what you're talking about. I absolutely hate hate it. And then all season I was stashing Ellie De La Cruz or CEH or someone coming up. And, like, Josh Bell caught fire. I had to pick him up. Uh, Edward Julian and Zach Giloff have been my second base option in this league. So, like, it's worked out more often than not. But, man, it sucks when it doesn't.
0: Yeah, because then you feel like, oh, man, I made the wrong decision. Whereas If you just let your players play and then they suck – then you're like, well, I did what I was supposed to do. <laughs> like it made yeah.
1: you feel less bad about yourself. <laughs> Trust the process. I looked at it and I was like, I would do the same thing over again. So
0: Yeah, it happens sometimes. Like when you get a lefty on lefty crime, like what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Sometimes right. you, you're like if you have Jack Sowinsky who sucks against lefties, you you don't play him, and then he hits a home run against the lefty. What do you get you just shrug when that happens, you know? Yeah. All right, let's get into the lineup notes. Uh, Colton Kowser came up as part of the roster expansion for the Baltimore Orioles. uh, But it looks like he'll not be starting. He's going to be a fourth outfielder down the stretch. Are you in on Colton Kowser at all at this point for uh, additions for redraft leagues? Or are you just dynasty only?
1: Dynasty only. I don't, unless there's, I would say two injuries probably. He's not going to play every day. I agree with
0: that. I literally, I dropped him last week in uh, Friends of Fantasy Benefits, or TGFBI, and I'm still not going to pick him up. Like, even though I dropped him and he's going to be available, like, I still won't even spend a dollar on him. I'd rather spend my dollar on Jason Dominguez or Ronnie Mauricio at this point because they're going to play. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk about that. (laughs) Baltimore Orioles. Also, Tyler Wells, uh, which this is funny because – Kamish in our Chinese mafia league decided to trade for Tyler Wells to be a keeper. And now he's being relegated to the bullpen while John means is about to return to the rotation after beasting in the minors. So means is probably going to replace Cole Irvin or Dean Kramer in the rotation. And Wells is going to be a bullpen piece for the rest of the year. Maybe in the future. Remember he came from the bullpen too. So it's funny. Like, uh, I mean, bad luck for him, but <laughs> that's, why, do, that's why I would never trade for a guy like Tyler Wells.
1: How do you know he's going to keep him? Is it just. He told on me. On the record? On the record no, already? Told, he, oh, I got gotcha.
0: you. Yeah, we were on Discord or whatever. And like, I was, we were trying to trade for similar players. Like I, wanted, I think he was, was Freddie Peralta. And I wanted Freddie Peralta. And he's like, I already have a deal set up for Freddie Peralta. He's like, I want draft picks only because I was trying to trade him James Wood or something like that. And then so basically I was like, oh, draft picks only. Okay, so I offered him some draft picks. And then he traded Peralta for friggin' Tyler Wells. And I was like, what the hell? You said draft picks only. And he's like, well, I'm going to keep Tyler Wells. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, buddy. I'm going to keep Tyler Wells. And then he get, goes down and now he's a reliever. So I want to work. <laughs> over James Wood. Nice. <laughs> uh, Boston Red Sox. Uh, they have an overstock of outfielders right now. Rafaela and Will, Will, Muir, Will Meyer Abreu are up. Have you heard his name said yet? Is it
1: like Will Meyer just sounds so white? It can't be Will Meyer. Yeah, it's not that. Um, <laughs> I listened to the CBS pod where they talked about him and I honestly don't remember. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, they're both
0: up and they're both blocked still by Verdugo, Adam Duvall and Yoshida, and Duvall has been freaking fire lately. Like, that guy's tearing it up again, just like he was at the beginning of the season. And um, I don't know. I guess Verdugo and Duval are probably not going to be back with the team in 2024. Yoshida signed long-term. Tanner Hawk back in the rotation. Tristan Casas hitting fourth. Duvall hitting fifth. Yoshida to sixth. And uh, Trevor Story's looking pretty bad so far in his 20 games or whatever that he's played so far. So maybe that's a bad trade for me cuz I, I had making fun of this guy. I had trading uh James Wood for Trevor Story in a league in, in the same league and not looking good.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um I mean, he hasn't played baseball in like a, what a year and 3 quarters. Yeah, so a this year. is basically I don't know. I wouldn't call it spring training cuz he did have a rehab assignment, but I think you got to wait till next year to pass judgment. I'm probably not. I He's a keeper in that league
0: and I'm probably not going to keep him right now. I almost actually dropped him the other day. <laughs> His new bar came back and I was like, who's better right now? Story or Westberg? And really Westberg was better. Has been better, but I dropped Westberg just hoping for Story's potential to kind of like pop. But we'll see. I don't know. I probably made the I probably made the right move short term, uh, maybe long term too because he's a keeper. But Chicago White Sox tried to get rid of Mike Clevenger and couldn't, so that's funny. That's a White Sox <laughs> thing. The White Sox are like the new the new Mets. I feel like the Mets are gonna Mets like White Sox are gonna Black Sox or something. Dude, uh, no.
1: I feel like if you've been paying attention, it's been they were the Mets before the Mets. Like they've been just a rotation of hilarious bad decisions and i don't know injuries and bad hires and
0: everything you name it chris gets is the so they promoted from within after firing their guys saying that their team sucked they promote from within and oh yeah they brought tlr back so that's hilarious (laughs) he's uh what is he president or something i don't know he's like consultant overseer
1: S- special what advisor to the whatever the, whatever they call it front <laughs> so, office yeah <laughs>
0: that's brilliant that worked so well last time uh cleveland guardians cole calhoun is playing well uh so that's a nice little back end ad there loriano too has been okay um kyle manzardo if he does anything the minors could be up at this point Is it looks like the Guardians are actually going to go for it after getting Giolito, Matt Moore, and Raylo from the waivers. And also, Bo Naylor is hot right now. So I'm not sure why he's not hitting higher because he's hitting eighth. But he's been pretty pretty hot the last couple of weeks here. So what are your thoughts on the Guardians right now and them adding all those guys?
1: I think it's hilarious. It's the most Guardians way to add talent. Like, you're saying I get – all of these guys, I only have to pay their salary from now until the end of the year. Like, <laughs> they didn't have to give up anything. They didn't have to pay them actual money. But, I mean, I've said before, the the AL Central's wide open. Just takes a little bit of aggression to get there.
0: Yeah, so everyone's been talking about guardian angels. Like, it's like if they make the playoffs at this point, it's like guardian angels in the outfield. More, <laughs> more or less. They're just missing a uh, crazy Doc Brown running around. Is <laughs> uh, it gonna go back to the future? Uh, Detroit Tigers. Uh, well, he wishes he could go back to the future. Uh, Miggy talking about Miggy. He's blocking JHM, dude. I think that's what's happening. I think that's why JHM has not gotten the call yet because Carpenter is basically a DH and he's blocked is Miggy's DHing, and then Justin Henry Malloy is basically also like left field DH. So him, he and Carpenter are both like the same position. And I think Miggy is just blocking JHM from the call up. What do you like what do you think about JHM and Keith? And Keith has been hot lately, so he, he might be coming up. But uh, this team's interesting looking at next year's roster and trying to figure out what they're gonna do, especially like Javier Baez, because it looks like he's been benched lately. So what's going on with the Tigers
1: here? So, I think there's something to be learned from the Parker Meadows promotion. Like, they want these guys to be down long enough that they have success, then they struggle, then they have success, and then they struggle, and then they really figure it out. And, um, I mean, Justin Henry Malloy's OPS is 920. Colt Keese is 950. And they both have more than 20 home runs off the top of my head. Like... I don't know how much more they can prove, but you might be right about Miggie, Uh but he doesn't play every day either. So I think there would be a place if they wanted to. And then Riley Green went on the aisle today. Um, when rosters expanded, they called up some different kid from Toledo I've never heard of before. So, like, if they wanted to, they could have. It just seems like they don't want to. Maybe they will in a couple weeks, but they look ready.
0: Yeah, it might be a defensive thing, too, because I've heard that Henry Malloy is pretty terrible defensively. And if you, they, they probably just don't want to, like, fillies their pitchers because their pitching has been really good. And if you put, like, two dead guys out in the outfield in the corner spots, that's a lot of pressure on the pitchers to, like, limit fly balls so that, you know, guys who can't track them down or whatever aren't messing them up. So maybe that's a part of it is they just like want to keep the good pitching thing going and not ruin it. He's <laughs> an uh, Astros. Michael Bramley's back hitting sixth. Your Don is healthy. So our boy, Yanir Diaz has basically been relegated to the bench or like backup catcher duties uh, with that happening. So that's sad to see Kansas city Royals. Uh, Cole Reagans is a stud. I can't believe I got him in Dynasty Darlings. Somebody dropped him in Dynasty Darlings like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, and I just maxed my fab out on him, and I got him. And I was pretty surprised. I thought I thought someone was going to have... Because I only had like 40 something dollars So I thought someone was going to be
1: able to put more than that on there. I maxed my fab out on Henry Davis. I saw that too. I actually really like him. I was... Pissed someone went to Uncle Steve, I think, went to $7 in the FAI, which I was not prepared. That was like after his first start, and I had him at five or six. It's like I did not think I'd have to spend that much money, and I still yeah. didn't get him. Pitching's expensive in that league,
0: which it's, we'll yeah, talk it's about quite, all, it's I, ex- a little with the moves, but like, yeah, I think that's why I don't know, you and you and I might have a trade because you've got a lot of cheap hitters and I have a ton of cheap pitchers. So you and I may have a trade on the offseason that we can work out. Uh, LA Angels, Logan hoppy dropped down in the order to seventh, trying to figure it out with the shoulder injury. The BAB is super low right now. So I'm not really putting that on him. Like I mentioned in my uh, prospect pod the other day, his BAP is like 222 or something now. Since the injury, it's been under 200. So just had terrible luck. So I don't really know if it's, oh, he's still hurt. I think it's more just like, he's had a really, really bad luck. And it's kind of funny. The Angels are down to a four-man rotation now. With Otani down, Silseth out, Giolito out. And there's been no updates on Silseth either. Like, I was searching yesterday, and I was like, okay, this guy got hit in the head like a week ago now. When's he coming back? And there's nothing on him. So I don't really know what's going on with Silseth. I have not seen anything. uh, kind of makes me sad because I've got a lot of Chase Silseth. I was pretty high on him. Um, Got anything
1: on the Angels? I mean, the Silseth thing, after what the Angels just did, putting their entire team on waivers, like they're not going to be in any hurry to bring him back. Like, A, I don't know. A, it was embarrassing. B, he got smoked in the back of the head with a baseball. So I wouldn't wouldn't expect to see him again, maybe, or – until the end of September. Um, but no, my only thing on the Angels is, like, do you think Trout starts the season as an Angel next year?
0: No. I think he's going to ask for a trade. I mean, whether they'll grant him one, I'm not sure. But there was, he was talking about it today, that, and he's like, there's some conversations that we're going to have with the front office this off season, And that is exactly what Max Scherzer said, like, about the Mets one day before he was traded. So, I mean, there's time for it to cool off, I guess, for Trout. I think, though, when Otani leaves... Oh my
1: God. <laughs> I just what? looked up his contract.
0: Yeah. I think when Otani leaves, though, Trout is going to be out. The, ang- the thing is this. Are the Angels, when they trade Trout, are they going to want prospects in return? I think at this point, they'll be lucky to just trade the contract and not have to pay anything on it. Because... I mean, they're going to get a couple prospects, but are they? Get, I don't think they're going to get like a Juan Soto Hall or anything like that near that for
1: Trout, which is what they could have a couple years ago. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what they're after and how involved the owner gets, but they owe him $35.5 million every year till 2030. So if they want yeah. out of that, yeah, you may be talking about, like, the Arenado-Rockies deal where they eat 80% or whatever, 50%. Who's paying but, for that contract? Who would pay for that? Phillies? The, Dod- the Dodgers.
0: And the Phillies? Would, the I don't know
1: if the... Mets?
0: I don't know if the Mets would right now because they're going to rebuild. Yankees? I mean, can the Yankees really have an outfield of Stanton, Trout, and... <laughs> and... Uh, Aaron Judge, it's like the most injury-prone outfield of all time.
1: Yeah, I don't know, dude. I just think maybe he goes somewhere and actually stays healthy. Like once he's out of L.A., he should go to Philadelphia.
0: He's a, he's from Jersey. Can you imagine Trout and Harper on the same team? That'd be so much That'd be fun.
1: So fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they still have
1: Schwarber, Real Muto, and Trey Turner.
0: Yeah, and Stot Stot's good. Like. They'd have, the thing is, they'd have to keep Aaron Nola, then. They'd have to pay Aaron Nola. If they're going to do that, you got to go all in, and you got to keep Aaron Nola.
1: I mean, if anyone could do it, it's Dave Dabrowski.
0: Yeah, that'd be so fun if that happened. Uh, Minnesota Twins. Twins are going to have to battle, as the Guardians got a bunch of freebies at the waiver deadline. Uh, but it's a good thing for the Twins that Royce Lewis, your and my boy, has just been absolutely dominating.
1: Since returning from this injury, I'm really sad I traded him in Dynasty, darlings. So I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I want him back. Yeah, but you didn't have a
0: good keep, or you had him in that and NLI. One of them, you didn't have a good keep around, right?
1: NLI, I dropped him in like the eleventh, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's going to be underrated for next year, I think, because he started doing this right the around football season. Yeah, I think all these people just playing fantasy football, who quit and started playing fantasy football a few weeks ago, they're not even going to know. So I think there's going to be some uh, underrated Royce Lewis. I was thinking about
1: that with someone else today. Um, No one's going to know how good he's been recently. Uh, It might have been him, actually, now that I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Two great minds think alike. New
0: York Yankees, the Martian, already hitting fifth. Already making it look like a good idea. Hitting a home run, abo taco home run for the switch hitter in his first career at bat, which is just like perfect for him. Um, (laughs) That's awesome. And also Austin Wells looks like he's could be my dad. (laughs) Like he looks so old. He looks like he could be my dad. And he's starting off rookie, starting off a strong side catcher. platoon. So um, there would be the Jason.
1: Jason Dominguez, you should mention that that he hit that out to left at Houston, which is probably one of the easiest places to go oppo in the league. But, yeah, dude, Still, it was a shot. That's awesome, bat- though.
0: That's awesome to go oppo taco yeah. first, first at bat. like First at bat.
1: I saw he was the first Yankee to go oppo taco in his first at bat since, like, 1920 or something. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but no, I think him batting fifth says more about the rest of the Yankees than it does about him. He should be at batting like eighth or ninth.
0: At, at well, next year he could be batting at the top of the lineup. Second, he should, if, I bet he's he batting stay, second. He should that's that's exactly like what his numbers show he should be doing because he's got a like 400 plus OBP and he steals a bunch of bases. Uh, and he's a switch hitter. Like that's really that's like perfect for him. If he can be like Tommy Edmund for the Yankees next year, that'd be good. Like. Don't expect him to be, come in and be Mike Trout. That's the problem. Everyone, there's so much hype around him. And especially after doing that in his first at bat, there's going to be so much more hype around him. But I feel like if he came in and had a Tommy Edmund esque type season where he hits like 15 bombs as a switch hitter with uh, 35 steals and then has a really nice OBP, like
1: that's good. Even Should if I... it's like 240, or 250. I heard someone say he he's had like 31 steals since uh, July or something ridiculous. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I take the over on the steals, but I mean, dude, in that ballpark, hitting lefty two thirds of the time, three quarters of the time, you can hit 25. I don't think that's unrealistic. No,
0: for sure. I mean, he's 20. <laughs> wait, wait until he grows into it when I mean, he's. 25 years old or whatever, then, yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, Anthony Volpe has
1: has 20 home runs already this year. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I think he's he's going to be a stud. The only thing, he's smaller than I thought he was. The way people talk about him, I thought he was going to be, like, not judge, obviously. Nobody's judge, but, like, Jordan Walker, 6'2".
0: Yeah, he's only like 5'11". That's why yeah. I comped him to Mookie. I, my comp for him is a switch hitting Mookie Betts. Like, that's the comp. Like, Mookie Betts light. Not like Mookie. He's not going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he will be. But uh, that's kind of like the type of player I expect him to be. Oakland A's. I don't got anything for the A's. You got anything for the A's?
1: No, Zach Gelof keeps going over 4, over 5. I've noticed.
0: Yeah, well, that's what happens when you have a 60% contact rate. (laughs) It's finally catching up to. Uh, Regression time. Seattle Mariners, they're rolling. Wu is back. I bet they're happy they didn't trade Teoscar because Teoscar was rumored to be on the block this deadline, and he's just been so hot. Another homer today. Uh, Munoz has been good for uh, being a full-time closer. You mentioned here. That He has a 147 whip, though, since being closer. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, but Nine for I, 11 and save chances.
1: What I actually wrote is he's been good enough for literal saves. Um, he's been pretty lucky, though. One Almost a 1-5 whip and a 2-4 ERA. Those two numbers don't usually go together. I think he had some unearned runs the other day. But, yeah, you'll take the 9 for 11. I picked him up in my home league, and the saves are nice. Yeah. Tampa Rays, Tampa Bay Ray.
0: Wander Franco is dead, dude. That guy's toast. Uh, they apparently have like taken down all of their banners and stuff of him in the stadium. Like, I saw every, that. Um... Every picture of Wander Franco has been like removed from the stadium. So that guy's that guy's Gonzo. Like he is not coming back. He's gonna go to like Dominican Republic jail or something, or he's gonna run to China. I don't know. Like, who? There's that closer for the Pirates. What was his name? Felipe Lopez or something like that? Yeah. A few years, like 10 years ago. I That happened to him and we never heard of him again. He just disappeared. He's actually like good too. He's like a top 10 closer or something.
1: Um. First of all, I don't remember that. And my buddy, when I told him about Franco, he's like, yeah, dude, what do you do? Pull a, pull a pirate's closer. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But yeah, dude, it's not good. Um, I hope it's not true, but and when is he? Twenty one, twenty two.
0: So, yeah, Felipe man. Felipe Lopez. This is twenty twenty one. Uh he he was with a thirteen year old apparently
1: in twenty seventeen. I don't remember any pirates closer before David Bednar. <laughs> Never. Yeah, he
0: was with someone else before that. I think he was a name change guy too. He had like a different oh. name He changed his name. There's been a few of those, like Faso Carmona. You remember Faso Carmona? Yeah. With the Guardians. <laughs> you remember Albert Pujols? There's a good name change guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> Texas Ranger. The... My Cardinals friends are like poop all over me now. Uh, Texas
1: fun, Rangers... <laughs> fun Albert Pujols fact is I, I learned that his son is a like semi-professional golfer on YouTube. Oh really? Yeah, you ever heard of good good golf? No. Pro- probably not, but yeah. YouTube channel. And I'm like, damn. I I know who
0: that is. I remember seeing him. He used to be in like the clubhouse when like ten years ago. He would be in the yep. Cardinals clubhouse like bat boy. Uh Texas Rangers, Scherzer. Um, I'll let you talk about Scherzer. You wrote about it.
1: Um, yeah, because you had there was no notes here and I was scrolling through injuries and it was on the injury page, but Scherzer himself said it's not an injury. But after the game yesterday, he had some interesting things to say about forearms and Tommy John around the league. He said he's not hurt, but for at least this start, they pulled him early. So yeah, I put it, it did affect his ability to pitch, but he said basically like he felt his arm tighten up and he wasn't going to keep pitching and pitch himself into Tommy John or anything like that. So hopefully he's fine. He said he's fine. At Scherzer's
0: age, would he even get Tommy John? Do you think,
1: or would he yeah. just retire? Did, Dude, he's crazy. Like well, so I think I, I had this conversation with someone else. So like a, if you rehab, like you're going to come back to pitch professionally, like that's probably the best rehab you can get. You know, like, just in terms of making sure you're the same the rest of your life. Second of all, he's psychotic enough to, like, not want to walk off the field like that. Like, he would come back, like, if it's five starts, one start, he'd want to walk off on his own power. Come back as a bullpen guy or something. Has he had a TJ before? I can't remember. I don't think so. I've... I been a since the Tigers got him from the Diamondbacks. And uh, I don't think he's ever had it. I'm looking it up. I've been,
0: I've been a Scherzer fan from before you because he went to college with me. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he was a senior at Mizzou when I was a freshman. And I remember seeing him. I, I went to a couple of games. I remember one one game in particular, he was pitching against Texas. Uh, because it's kind of like a big game, but I remember that that was pretty cool. That's before anyone knew he was actually going to be Max Scherzer. He's just like, Oh, this pitcher has two different color eyes, and he's a really a good college pitcher. <laughs> That's like it. Um, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Bichette's out again. Springer is back at leadoff with Bichette out. Uh, Witt is not leading off anymore. And David Schneider, um, Mr hit streak here, who's like hot, cold, hot, cold. He's hitting second right now. Vlad at third. Spencer Horwitz is up on the bench. Anything on the Jays? No. D-backs. Alec Thomas is hitting fifth. I think Alec Thomas could still be good. Uh, look at the metrics. All his metrics are pretty solid. And you're like, why isn't this guy better? <laughs> like every time I look at him on Fangraphs. And I see his EVs, and I see his barrel rates, and like I see his sprint speeds and stuff like that. And like, I'm just like, this guy should just be a way better player than he is. Like, what is going on here?
1: Did you see Baseball Savant get a facelift? And you know, I haven't. Um, but no, yeah. My, I was thinking about this today, driving my son around. Like, my favorite analysis is. Are you fast, and can you hit the ball really hard? And this was specifically in regards to Jason Dominguez. And if you can just figure out the plate discipline, like even just to be average, like those tools will play. And he hits the ball really hard, and he's really fast. So I wouldn't give up on a guy like this.
0: Dude, here's the crazy stuff for you. Because you made me look up Max Scherzer. Every full year of his career, he has pitched at least 170 innings. Until last year, except for COVID, the COVID year.
1: Yeah, dude, he's a bulldog. Like, if you insane.
0: Like, (laughs) I didn't realize he's like never been hurt. Like, literally, the only last year he got hurt. It was like the first time in his entire career at age 37. Because the only other the only other year that he had limited innings was the COVID year, but he pitched a full year for the COVID season. Like he still had 12 starts on that 12 starts. Yeah. Yeah. So he's pitched Um, a full, full uh, workload every year of his career until last year.
1: And then, you know how like some of those guys in the playoffs can pitch like every three days or whatever. When the Tigers are making some of those runs, I remember he like he pitched on like a Friday and then came in on Sunday with the bases loaded in the eighth inning and pitched two innings to get the save. Or something crazy like that. Like, bases loaded, no outs. He got out of it. Tigers won the game. He got the save. Like, he's a first ballot All-of-Famer. Does he have 3,000 strikeouts yet?
0: Yeah, 3,300. Yeah. Let me me give you a question here while we're off on this tangent. (laughs) If you're you're a baseball writer and you can only vote for one, when Max Scherzer and Clayton Kershaw are on the ticket for first ballot, you know they're both going to get on eventually. But if let's say, let's say you have nine hitters that you just absolutely adore and you can't leave any of them off. And then you're like, okay, is it going to be Scherzer or Kershaw? Who are you putting?
1: That's so tough. Uh, Kershaw was better but was off the field more with injuries. I mean, me personally, Max Scherzer, because I'm a massive fan. But I feel like the, the more popular answer will be Scherzer.
0: Kershaw, you mean Kershaw?
1: What did I say? Verlander, yeah, Kershaw. You, say,
0: you you say you go Scherzer, but the more popular answer would be Scherzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so Kershaw has a better WAR by three, and his I career mean, ERA is almost one whole front better. Dude, I was, ju- like, I was Scherzer just Scherzer has way more strikeouts. Like Scherzer got like four and more strikeouts.
1: It, Kershaw's ratios are just never going to be touched. In this new era of baseball, with how much he pitched, he's gonna get three thousand strikeouts, and yeah, dude, it's nuts. He's so good, even this year, he's still has a two forty
0: eight ERA. Like he is still, if if Kershaw, you if you could guarantee one hundred and seventy or one hundred eighty innings of Kershaw, he would still be a top five starting pitcher for me in any fantasy baseball draft, like. He's like, wouldn't you, if you could, if you, if you could guarantee 175 innings of Kershaw, would you pick him as a top five starter?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I'm going pick him as a top three starter.
0: Yeah. He's so good still. And he, did you know this? He debuted as a 20 year old. I completely forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I did know that dude. I actually, so the, the minor league baseball stadium, that's like a half hour from me is the dodgers high a affiliate and they have like not surprisingly clayton kershaw shit everywhere (laughs) so yeah i know a lot about clayton kershaw and here's a fun he went to high school with matthew stafford so like yeah i was (laughs) gonna tell you
0: i was gonna tell you here's a fun note my one of my college roommates his girlfriend in college uh went to the same high school as stafford and kershaw who are both the same age as me they're all, they're, cool. they're both the same age to me, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chicago Cubbies, Jordan Wicks had, was up, had a second start yesterday on his birthday, and it was okay, but I'm excited he got a start on his birthday, that's cool, and Alexander Canario, uh, Gabe Guy, is up, and hopefully we'll see some action, but looks like he'll probably be like a fourth outfielder,
1: or a bench bat, so that's the Cubbies. Apologies for not paying attention, but that was a hell of a tangent. Did we skip the Braves? We did. Okay. Uh,
0: Atlanta Braves with Albie's back, Harris is back down in the nine hole. Braves oh. are trying to pull off. Yeah, I know, right? They're trying to pull another starter out of their ass with Darius Vines. That sounds like a bad, a bad poop right there. A Darius Vines uh, pulling a starter out of your ass. Uh, if you have a, a coo- if you have a coo- on your team. You say congrats on making the playoffs because it's true. Like his <laughs> just the speed, just the power speed combo. Like, I was a year too early on uh, Acuna. I was trying to get Acuna everywhere last year in my drafts coming off the injury, and I was just one year too early.
1: I, uh, hey, you just, okay. It's like you just deleted the Cubs out of this, but uh, I'm, I, I think I, I dropped. <laughs> Uh, Kyle Wright got rocked in his rehab start today, so he's probably another guy you can move on from in redraft. You're not getting anything out of him this year. Yep,
0: yeah, just like Nick Ladolo. Uh, see ya. Reds, Hunter, Hunter Renfro is platooning with Will Benson in right field, so that hurts our, our love affair with Will Benson, but it's good for Hunter Renfro shares. Uh, Bader is going to work in somehow. He didn't play yesterday. We'll see if he plays today. They've got Fraley, Friedel, Benson, Renfro, Steer even sometimes, all playing in the outfield. So that's a lot of guys for three spots. And then um, I bet the Reds wish they had bought some pitching at the deadline after losing G- the Giolito bid here to their cross-state rivals and then also Lodolo now being out for the season.
1: Dude, the Reds have just have way too many hitters. They need to make they need to make a trade in the in the off season. That they do, but they've got Connor Phillips up now. So hey, hey,
0: Colorado Rockies, I got nothing there. That team just stinks.
1: Yeah, I I tried to come up with something. Like I really did. I don't like saying we don't have anything, <laughs> and I couldn't come up with anything. No,
0: there's nothing to talk about. Their, their team sucks. There's nothing for fantasy. Like nobody's worth anything on that team. The best player is a catcher, Elias Diaz. Is it, is it? That's it. If you're in a two-catcher league, buy Elias Diaz. That's all I can say.
1: Hey, I'll be <laughs> right back.
0: All right. Uh, LA Dodgers, Pepio's back down. Sheehan is back up. Stone is waiting. The Dodgers are shuffling these three rookies around to see who catches fire. It's just swap, swap, swapy swap with all three of them. Miami Marlins, and, and Miguel Vargas is not back up yet. What in the world is going on with that? I thought Miguel Vargas was coming up for the 40-man, but uh, I don't know. He should be back at some point, I would think. Marlins, losing ground. Fears Yuri Prez is going to be shut down when the Marlins are out of the playoffs. Hopefully that doesn't happen. We love some Yuri, And the current lineup is Arias, Soler, Bell, Jazz, Burger. Milwaukee Brewers. I don't understand this one, Raymond. How can the Brewers not bring up Tyler Black? Like, this lineup is not that good. They just picked up on waivers Josh Donaldson, and I think Tyler Black would be better than Josh Donaldson. So,
1: riddle me that. That's just the most Brewers move of all time. I feel like they're very Guardians esque in their prospect development and small marketness. So, I can't say I'm surprised. And also, they might not think he's ready.
0: Oh, he's ready. He's an OBP god, just like Jason. Hey, if Jason Dominguez is already at 20, Tyler Black, a 24-year-old or whatever, should be ready, I would say. Uh, New York Mets. Ronnie Mauricio is up starting second. So, he's a shortstop prospect starting second. Has also played in the outfield. Uh, Moved Jeff McNeil to the outfield. And he hit ninth yesterday. And... I was looking when I wrote my article, he was two for three. So he was looking pretty good. And the Mets could use another starter. So we could see Mike Vass still open who's playing pretty well in AAA. So keep an eye on that one. Philadelphia Phillies, Brandon Marsh is back. He's hitting eighth, even though he's been very, very good of late since coming back from the injury. He's hitting 429, 517, 619 with a homer and two steals. That was August 13th when he came back. And Phillies are rocking the six-man rotation, continuing to. Anything on the Phillies? No? You're muted.
1: No, I froze real hard. Um, I'm not a Mauricio guy as much as you and Gabe are. He'll probably be really good, but not for me.
0: I like him. He hits the ball hard as crap. Is that – Look, you were just saying before, you got to hit the ball hard like Mauricio hits the ball hard. you, gotta run, you he's got to run. He runs.
1: I don't know if it's the Mets fatigue. I think that's got to be it because that is a profile that I should love. He has a max EV of 116
0: as a middle infielder. That's ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> that's Second why I like Ronnie Mauricio so much.
1: Second baseman, don't hit the ball that hard unless you're like Nolan Gorman.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he's got wheels, too, unlike Nolan Gorman. So if he's Nolan Gorman with speed, he'll take that all day. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if he hits 230 or 240 like Nolan Gorman. If you're going to hit 30 homers and steal 20 bags, then whatever from se- at second base. What does that make him? Uh, Albies? Yeah, maybe. I think he could be like an Albies. I, my comp that I had for him in, our pro, in the prospect uh, stuff was, uh, I think he's like a non-chorus Trevor Story. Not like the dead Trevor Story we're seeing right now, but like last year's Trevor Story, or like literally rode Trevor Story when he was with the Rockies. I think that's kind of what we're going to see from him.
1: I can see that. I, that comp sounds familiar too. Yeah, because I wrote it. You probably read my what, bank. <laughs> what about like uh, Ian
0: Kinsler? Yeah, yeah, maybe Ian. K- I think he's going to have more power than Kinsler. Kinsler was more like a, I don't know, contact speed guy. Yeah. With there was those hours. few
1: years. There was those few years where the Rangers wanted him to bat third. He had some power there.
0: Yeah, there's another Mizzou guy. Love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Jack Sawinski starting to get hot again, hitting fourth. Uh, so keep an eye on Sawinski. Ride that roller coaster when he's hot. Andy hitting fifth. Aguero hitting seventh. Padres, nothing new here, just disappointing. And you made some notes on Juan Soto uh, being good. So, yeah,
1: he's, he's good. but like, And, of course, he hit a home run today. But my question is, is he going to be a first-rounder in Roto next year? This is the thing. I can see Juan Soto
0: basically just being like that version of Freddie Freeman for years to come, right? Where he's like the first round, second round type guy, like swing guy. Yeah. Because he's never going to, yeah. But he's going to hit. Yeah, but he's always going to do the same thing. You can just bank, okay, he's going to get 30 homers. He's going to get close to 100-100.
1: He's going to have a good batting average. He's going to walk a lot. So... His OBP is exactly the same as it was two years ago, like to the hundredth decimal point.
0: Yeah, he's like Joey Votto as an outfielder, more or less. That's Juan Soto. Uh, San Francisco Giants, Kyle Harrison. just turned the, He turned the rotation from a three-man into a four-man rotation. Kyle Harrison is a guy that I would add in every, every, every league. We'll talk more about him later. St. Did Los you
1: see... Oh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about him later. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, Cardinals rotation is terrible. Uh, at least is back. And as a f- fan of the Cardinals, I'd love to see Mason Wynn come to life. So that'd be nice. And Washington Nationals, Carter Keeboom is back for like the fifth time. Uh, if you really still are buying Victor Robles, then go ahead and buy Carter Keboom too, I guess. <laughs> Raymond, your injuries. Please tell me to so not freeze.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't freeze. I did take an emergency trip to take my dogs out. So I need like 90 seconds to get back to my computer. All right. I
0: will then, as we are waiting for Raymond to take the doggies pee-pee, I'll talk about my 12-team league ads. Number one, I cheated on this one, is Lars Nupar. Uh, he's over 70% owned. But he's back. And he was hot before he took one off the family jewels. And he already hit another home run today. And before uh, the injury, since the all-star break, newbar was slashing 330, 431, 596, which is superstar level with seven homers and three steals. Uh, so Newbar, he's back. Buy him. Any, anywhere he's dropped, go get him. Uh, Raymond and I dropped him trying to cut his value in half, and, knew, and it did not work out. So it makes me sad. Sad to him. Number two, starting pitcher Kyle Harrison with the Giants. Pure filth. Since coming up, Harrison has shown control, which was the big question in the minors. I was like, okay, we've got the scale here. This guy has really good stuff left as a lefty. He needs to be Shane McClanahan or he's going to be DL Hall. Which one is he going to be? And right now, he's leaning more towards the Shane McClanahan side of that scale than the uh, DL Hall side. He has 16 Ks and three walks and 92 thirds so far. So dude is looking like an ace. Raymond, I know you wanted to say something about Kyle Harrison. I guess the dogs are peeing or pooping still.
1: As I see. I I, I just wanted to say that, like, Gabe Kapler came out and said, like, yeah, the control's been an issue, but he showed some really good signs over his last two starts, which was, like, seven total innings. And then, boom, like, he gets to the majors. He's a whole new pitcher. Well,
0: this is the thing, too, that we, I talked about a few times in my prospect podcasts. But you have to remember that in AAA right now, they have the, the uh, robo ump. So oh, if they true. are right outside of the little box, then it's going to be a ball. But then MLB, when you throw a breaking ball and it's right outside of the box and it bends through the zone, that's probably going to get called a strike. So the robo ump really can mess with the zone. And, like, it can affect what a pitcher's control is looking like pretty hard. I'm back. I don't know what you just said. (laughs) I was just talking about the Romo. I'll continue then. Number three, second baseman slash third baseman, Jorge Polanco. He's underrated. He hit another homer yesterday uh, after I wrote this article. But he was hitting, before the homer, even he was hitting 269, 396, 462 with five homers and two steals since the end of July. Uh, Number four, relief pitcher Ryan Helsley with the Cardinals is back off the IL. If you need saves, go get him. Should be getting saves for the Cardinals immediately. Number five, outfielder Hunter Hunter Renfro. Like I said, this is a bit of a cheat code. He's at 70%, but we have a masher here now joining the Reds lineup, hitting cleanup in Great American Small Park. I feel like Renfro over a whole season could hit 40 home runs for the Reds if he was just there for a whole year. Like, he's got that type of power that's that kind of stadium. So that's really a great fit for Renfro. So it'll be fun to see him in that lineup for the rest of the year. Number six, starting pitcher Andrew Haney with the Rangers. Haney's been a bit of a roller coaster, but I see the roller coaster has just reached the bottom and is starting to come back up. Buy low, sell high. That's what they say. So he's got 12Ks and two walks over the last two starts and nine and two thirds. Go by low Andrew Haney. And last in my 12-team league ads is catcher Gabriel Moreno with the D backs. Since ke- coming back from his latest injury on August 13th, Moreno is hitting 327, 365, 12 with three homers. So we're getting some power from Moreno finally, which is awesome because he has only six homers on the year. And he's had three in the last couple of weeks. So pretty, pretty good. Raymond, you want to jump back to the injuries or you want to give us your waiver ads? You pick.
1: We might as well just keep going with waivers, don't you think? Yeah, let's do it. So Andres Munoz was mine. Um, I put in here, you cheated, so I'm going to cheat. He's technically 72% rostered in CBS League, so he barely missed the cut. But if you need saves for the stretch run, I don't think there's anyone better to pick up off the waivers. Um, He's got nine saves since August what, the trade deadline, which is August thirty first. And like -hmm. I said earlier, the the ratios aren't elite, but they're good enough. Uh Royce Lewis is like sixty four percent rostered, I think I saw. That's insane. Um, like you said, that's probably people not paying attention and he's super undervalued. Uh Nolan Jones, repeat from last week. Uh mostly because they have a ton of home games and Charlie Blackman's back, and that lineup's been semi decent. He went three for three with a homer, a walk, three runs scored yesterday. Since All Star break, he's hitting 280 with nine homers, twenty eight ribs, and twenty three runs, and three steals in forty one games. That's so not that's not so bad. And then yeah, that's John a bad means. game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quad so a bad play- game. <laughs> quad <A> player <laughs> game. Uh, John means stash. I don't know how the Orioles are going to use him, but he'll be up soon. I'd say maybe one more start in the minors. Maybe two if we're being super, super careful. But, yeah, I don't know if he'll come out of the bullpen, but if he will, it will be a spark at some point. So. Hey, this is something we have to think about. In OPL,
0: you and I are going to have to drop somebody when John Means comes up. And is it going to be Reese Olsen? Because didn't Reese Olson just have a really good start today? I don't Reece, know. Reese Olsen today, well, Reese Olsen today went seven innings uh, with 1K. And zero earned runs and a .57 whip.
1: Was he throwing no hitter? We can probably drop endy.
0: Zero walks, 1K, four hits. Yeah, maybe. I was going to say, if we drive a pitcher, it would probably have to be Olsen because our pitching is so good uh, for next year. But anyway, that's a tangent. We'll talk about it. So my 15-team league waiver ads, I've got number one, Jose Alvarado with the Phillies. He's been fire all season. He's back now from injury since August 22nd, seven Ks and two walks and four innings. Uh, Kimbrell has looked a little rough lately, so Alvarado may be getting that closer role back from Kimbrell. Number two, starting pitcher Mason Miller with Athletics. Rumors are abound that Mason Miller can be back anytime. I think he made his final uh, appearance today, I want to say. Uh, his final Major League start today. He had four Ks. Looks like he has a nice, solid little outing, so he's probably back next week for... Would that be like Wednesday or Thursday start for Mason Miller? Uh, number three, st- second baseman slash shortstop Ronnie Mauricio with the Mets. We just talked about Mauricio a lot. Power of speed. He's got it all. I love Mauricio. Number four, Noel V. Marte with the Reds, third baseman. Not much hit tool so far. He's hitting the ball on the ground at a 70% clip. Ugh. Uh, he must be friends with Yandy Diaz. He's got to fix that. <laughs> He's playing in Great Americans Ballpark. It's a great place to hit homers, but you got to hit the ball in there. And at least he's stealing bases, though. So he's got five steals of the third baseman. So very David Wright-esque there from Noelvi. Wealthy. Number five, Alfuler, Jason Dominguez, hitting fifth for the Yankees, Apotaco yesterday, like we talked about. Uh, he was super underrated in fantasy circles, in my opinion, like especially prospect circles of late. Like some people have him ranked like 80th as a prospect, which is stupid. I meant like my 19th prospect, Um, but he's going to be really good. But is he going to be Mike Trout? Probably not. So temper the expectations, but he's going to be a really good player. Number six, starting pitcher Zach Thompson with the Cardinals. Thompson has been very, very good. last start was his worst one since joining the rotation Uh, in August. Since becoming a starter, he has a 19% K minus walk rate, a 313 ERA, and a 135 whip. And last but not least, Nolan Shanuel, first baseman with the Angels. Dude rakes as a hitter, but has n- almost no power whatsoever. He'd be lucky to hit 15 homers in a season. His ISO is under 100. So that's the type of You got James Loney at, uh, and Luis Arias combined into a first baseman here, basically. But uh, he's hitting me 324, 457, 351. But that's good for points leagues. So you got anything on those guys, Raymond,
1: or you want to jump over to your droppable guys? I just wanted to add on Jason Dominguez that, like, yeah, when he signed, what, didn't he sign as like, a 16-year-old? He was crazy young. Yeah, he was in
0: Sports Illustrated and they called him the next Mickey Mantle and all this. He's like 16. It's like, shut up. (laughs)
1: That that was tough. And then it seems like you're right. I think he fell out of people's top 100s at some point, depending on what you were reading. So, yeah, it went too far that way and it'll probably get too far. If he has six home runs and five steals down the stretch, it'll probably get way too high again. But yeah, I I think it'll be good. Um. No, you want to do my drop the guys next? Yeah, and then you can go to injuries after that. Yeah, so Tony Gonsolin, TJ, that sucks. Uh, Chase Silseth, Wander Franco, goodbye. Nick Lodolo, Will Smith has been so terrible. He's given up runs in like six of his eight last appearances or something I read. Brian De La Cruz and Jose Abreu are holdovers from last week. Um, my injury news, uh, Walker Buehler is starting a rehab assignment. I don't know if he'll, he's probably not going to do anything for regular season fantasy this year. I wouldn't be surprised if he just debuts in the playoffs, maybe a week or two before. Jose Otuve, uh, hit a ball off his leg, his day-to-day with a leg contusion. Danny Jansen broke a finger and he's probably going on the I.L. Christian Poche, remember him? Hmm. Uh, activated from the aisle on Friday after having elbow surgery, and then he had some hip tightness during his rehab stint. That's a post-hype sleever of all post-hype sleevers. Uh, Hunter Green has COVID and is in jeopardy of missing his start on Monday. I don't mean to laugh, but it's kind of funny. Why? Jake Fraley. Jake Fraley. Uh... Activated from the IL after healing up enough to play this season with his fractured toe. And remember, he's getting surgery in the off season. And then you Darvish apparently has a bone spur in his elbow. They said he could pitch again this season. But with the Padres floundering, I don't think that makes sense. And then I think we talked enough about John Means.
0: John Means business.
1: I almost put prospects. That, the, way Tim, the way Tim has us do the article is it goes like position, name, and team. And I almost put SP John means business instead of Orioles in parentheses. <laughs> Shout funny. out Scott White. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, redraft prospects. Numero uno, Jordan Lawler shorts up with the Diamondbacks. He could have the biggest impact of any of the rest of the guys if he gets called up. Very iffy with Lawler. just depends on where the Diamondbacks are in the next couple of weeks. If they are close and they need that little bump, that might be Lawler. Number two, Kyle Manzardo with the Guardians. Manzardo's got to show something. If he shows some power, I think, with the Guardians, because he has not done that yet. He's walking, and that's about it, hitting singles. Uh, he's got to show some power for the Guardians to call him up back to the Majors. Number three, Colt Keith of the Tigers. He's been ridiculously on fire the last couple of weeks. He's now hitting in AAA 299, 375, 49, which basically matches what he was doing in A at this point. He's got 24 homers and three steals on the season between Double A AA and AAA. Uh, number four, Tyler Black. I think Black should be up by now. He's getting on base at AAA. It's about time. All these guys are iffy. It's almost like, okay, if this team is close enough for the playoffs, are they going to call him up or, are they just going to give up? That's kind of where all these guys are. Number five, Justin Henry Malloy. Hitting 286, 423, 482 with 20 homers and five steals on the season. That line is insane. How does someone with a 423 OBP who's been at AAA for an entire season not call up yet? I don't get that one. Number six, Hesse Kirstad. Um, He's hitting 295, 368, 504, eight homers, two steals. That's just in AAA. I think if there's an injury with the Orioles, then he would call, he would be the next man up, but he's waiting on injury. He's 24 too. So it's not like he's a young pup. Like he's gonna be 25 next year. So like, what are you waiting for? Um, Number seven, Ben Brown with the Cubs. He's on the IL still for the Cubs, but if they need a pitcher and he gets healthy, he could be up. And lastly, I have Joey Loprefito. I'm limited to eight this time Uh, with the Astros if the Astros need a guy who can play second in outfield, here's your guy. Altuve, I know, just got hurt a little bit. He got a little dinged up, so Loprefito could be a guy who could jump in there and do better than Mauricio Dubon. Uh, Loprefito completely destroyed AA this season with 19 homers and 20 steals and same triple slash. You can look on the Friends of Fantasy Benefits article to find that out. And then in AAA, he has two more homers and two more steals with a 414 OBP. So there's a guy who would be a beast in OVP leagues, and he's also 24 years old. So it's not like, what are you waiting for with these 24-year-old guys? Call them up. Like, you're going to wait till someone's 26, like the Dodgers, like Michael Bush, before you start calling them up? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, deep dive, check out my prospect articles and, our, and, and the podcast. There's six of them out there. Raymond, what are the moves that you made this week?
1: I just want to throw out, I know it's a long shot, but I don't think it's any more of a long shot than Jordan Waller. Like, what about Jackson Holiday? Mm. The thing is, they still have Connor Norby
0: and Hess and And I feel like yeah, both but, of those guys would get the call over Holiday just because they've been at a higher level longer. And neither, are, neither the Royals didn't play. even buy anybody this offseason. It's like if they were really going to be all in this season, don't you think they would have spent more on pitching?
1: Yeah, but I also think that, like, with these new rules, if you plan on anyone making the, your opening day roster to compete for those draft picks you can get, you have to break camp with the club, right? So if anyone plans on... Doing that, um, you should get someone up for a cup of coffee. So I think Holiday at least belongs in that conversation. I don't know if they will actually do that, but man, would it be fun to see Gunner and Holiday at third and short for even a couple weeks? He's only nineteen,
0: and he's know, not even like beefed up yet. I don't think he's, I don't think he's breaking camp next year. I think Camonero has a better chance of breaking camp because Camonero is just a bigger dude, to be quite honest. And Holiday has the, the Orioles have so many guys on that team. They need to make some. If they want Holiday to break camp, they need to make some trades. And Gunner is so, by the way, Gunner is so freaking good at shortstop. Do you really want to move him off? Did you see that play he made the other day? No,
1: but isn't Holiday how supposed to be better?
0: I don't, and I don't know if anyone could, like, go watch after we're done podcasting, watch the Gunner Henderson. Just type in Twitter or X or whatever the hell and put <laughs> Gunner Henderson. It, it was yesterday. He literally ran back like fifty or sixty yards—fifty, not yards, feet—and caught a ball over the shoulder, turned around, and threw Corbin Carroll out at home plate. Like it was that play was ridiculous. Like I don't know if Holiday could make that play. Like that's a, like a Nolan Arenado type play at short.
1: Um, that's a uh, that's a Jose Iglesias play. Is what that is. He made that yeah. play famous. <laughs> Like and a, also, I feel like there's a lot of shortstops who can make that play. I don't know.
0: I don't think so. A lot of shortstops mm. running backwards and catching the ball over their shoulder, like, they can't do that. <laughs> like, even good a, ones.
1: I don't know. But regardless, leave Gunner at short and put Holiday at third. I don't care. It would still be really fun. <laughs> but, no, I didn't do a lot. Um, I'm out of money in most of my leagues. Uh OPL, the biggest thing I did is talk to you out of spending $7 on Jorge Polanco. <laughs> FAI, <laughs> F- A- I started the auction on Austin Wells. I did not expect someone to pay $4 for him, so I did not get him. And then today I started the auction on some other catcher because Henry Davis is still hurt. Uh, home League added Kenta Maeda, dropped James Paxton, who has been awful in the second half, by the way. We haven't talked about that. His ERA is almost 6 since the All-Star break. Um, added Matt Manning, dropped Christopher Sanchez. And that is about it. More like
0: Big Fakie to Big Maple.
1: That was bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's late. We're at the end of the podcast. Uh, moves I made, TGFBI, I made a lot. I added a $6 Logan Ohoppy for Travis Darno. I added a $3 Willier Abreu for Cade Marlowe. I had a $2 Noel v. Marte for Colton Kowser. I had a $1 Jared Kelnick for Mike Trout. I added a $1 Cole Calhoun for Jay Cronenworth. And I added a $1 Ryan Pepio for Reese Olsen, which might have been a mistake because Pepio is just going up and down at this point. And the Memorial Magazine League for CBS, I added Reed Detmers for Reese Olsen. Reed for Reese. Uh, I added Zach Thompson for Luis Camposano, and then I added Bruce Dargraterol for Felix Bautista. That would hurt. And then in yeah, FAI. Yeah, FAI. I added a $3 Andrew Painter. Thanks, Raymond, <laughs> for cutting him. Uh, I'm, You know, I thought he was going to – this is one thing that sucks, is when I added him, I didn't think I would have to drop somebody. I thought that he was going to go on my 60-day IL, but he took up yep. a roster spot for me. I did not realize that. So, yeah, a
1: um, the whole shtick with OutNews is to make it as much as like real life as possible. So, you don't get the, the added flukiness of Yahoo.
0: Yeah. So, the 60 day roster spot did not help me, even though Andrew Painter's on the minor league 60 day IL. Uh, but I dropped a $1 Yvonne Herrera, happy to do so to stash Painter for a year and a half. And then I also added a $2 Chris Paddock. Who is on the sixty-day IL, so I didn't have to drop anyone for that one, and hopefully I can see if he's going to be healthy before the cut deadline, which is usually like in the middle of the season. One of the cool things about odd new Raymond you'll see is it's year-round. Literally, yeah. arbitration happens in like November, and then there's like cuts in like December, so there's always something to do in odd Like every month, there's always like a thing you need to do,
1: so that's fun. That sounds- there's been a lot of chatter in that league about all sorts of various things, but um, no, I'm excited. I just wish my biggest complaint without new. And if anyone hears this, go ahead and report me. Is just, I think the fact that you start a middle infielder and not a corner infielder is just such, I don't know the word.
0: Um, <laughs> What's up with that Niv chat. Yeah.
1: Ask Niv why. <laughs> yeah. Ask for me. Um, yeah. God, I can't think of the word. Yeah, it's late, dude. I'm out of brain fuel. <laughs> all right, so hypocritical. Us... Hypocritical <laughs> is the word I wanted. Look,
0: middle infielders are more fun. They're in the middle, whereas corner infielders, uh, they're they're lazy. They're on the corner. They don't have to run as much. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know.
1: It doesn't I, make. Sense. I don't know. Uh,
0: all right, Raymond, give us a Raymondism, and then we'll cash out.
1: I got three that I think are excellent. Uh, the first one is Shohei Ohtani, career s- run scored by who drove him in. Who do you think's first on this list?
0: Oh, who drove him in?
1: Oh, it's going to be someone shitty. <laughs> no, it's not.
0: <laughs> oh, Mike Trout. No, Mike Trout hits before him. It's going to be
1: uh... <sighs> Taylor right, Ward. A- it's himself. With 171, and Jared, <laughs> Jared Walsh is in second uh, with 25. Oh, uh, that's what.
0: See, I told you I thought it was gonna be someone shitty. That's what I meant. Jared Walsh. <laughs> um,
1: Royce Lewis is the first Twins or Senators player to hit a grand slam in consecutive games. Nice. That was like towards the middle of last week, and then. The most MLB seasons stealing at least one base without being caught. Greg Maddox with 10. Bah! (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, I thought that one was excellent.
0: Yeah, that is Greg Maddox base path demon. I didn't know that. And
1: then one more just for my uh, Tigers fandom is Miggy just got his like, what is it? Like his 3700th 15th hit passing George Brett all the time. Or no, it's not 30 it's like 3170 or something.
0: How lame would it be if Miggy went to the Hall of Famous and Marlin?
1: <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs>
0: what? Okay, worst-case
1: scenario, Verlander goes in as an Astro, Miggy goes in as a Marlin, and Scherzer goes in as, what, a Diamondback? A national. A a national, National, yeah. yeah. They all won World Series without the Tigers? Yeah, yeah. It could happen. (laughs)
0: Dude, I would (laughs) would cry. <laughs> there's my Raymondism <laughs>
1: don't put that into the universe
0: <laughs> alright we'll see everybody next time you can uh, find us on the X, the Twix at Aceball and at Raymond Atherton uh, please rate and review the podcast if you enjoyed it, we appreciate it thank you, peace y'all